Today on Adventures in Faith with Jerry Savelle. It's a pattern with God. When His people are experiencing distress, chaos is all over the world, all around them. Get ready, get ready, get ready. As T.D. Jakes would say, the favor of God is about to manifest in your life and it is going to bring you through the worst of times and turn them in to the best of times. All right, open your Bibles once again to Psalm 145. And just for a little review, before we get into some new material this morning, I mentioned to you yesterday that in October of 2021, the Lord said to me, tell the people wherever you preach during 2022 that if they'll not be moved by all the chaos and the disorder that is taking place in the world around them today, I will open my hand and cause them to experience supernatural, unusual, and extraordinary provision. I want you to lift your hands right now and just say, I receive that in the name of Jesus. Say, that's mine and I take it. Amen. And I mentioned to you yesterday that once the Lord said that to me, I uh, asked him, as I usually do, Lord, confirm this in my life before I take it to the rest of the world to give validity to the message. Now, I first started preaching it in October at our church uh, right after I received it, spent about three weeks dealing with it and, uh, and then took it to the rest of the nation and, and uh, hadn't got to take it to the rest of the world other than by Zoom meetings and so forth. But praise God, that's changing. We're getting ready to launch out into the other nations. Things have changed. Restrictions have been loosed. Hallelujah. And I'm ready to get back in the skies uh, going to other nations. And uh, shortly after I preached my first sermon on it in October, one of the, one of the first things that happened to us was a check for a million dollars came through the mail. And it wasn't somebody who had heard me preach this yet. Amen. Now, it was not the first million dollar offering we've ever received, but it was the quickest one we've ever received. <laughs> I said, Lord, uh, thank you for confirming this word, supernatural, extraordinary, unusual provision. And boy, it was unusual, extraordinary and supernatural. Hallelujah. And God is no respecter of persons. You may not need a million dollars. You, you may not need airplanes like the rest of us do in, this, in, in these ministries. Um, airplanes are just tools. It's not something to brag about and show off with. It's a tool. Uh, a pastor needs a building. And if he has the most beautiful building in the city, it's not to show off with, it's a tool. Amen. My airplane is a tool. Hallelujah. I can't do what I'm called to do without it. And so uh, you may not need airplanes. You may not need a building that seats 10, 20,000 people, but you do have needs and God is interested in your needs and he will open his hand unto you just like he would unto us. 
because he's no respecter of persons. Can you say amen? amen? Now, notice that prerequisite was, if you'll not be moved by all the chaos and the disorder that is taking place in the world today. So many Christians are moved. In fact, I've been to a lot of churches this year that, uh, and you know, over the years, I've assumed they were word of faith pastors. And some of them, I'm finding out that they were word of faith as long as everything's going well. Amen. And some of them are talking like they hadn't talked in a long time. You know, you don't learn this and then, you know, put it aside. This is something you keep doing for the rest of your life. Amen. I didn't learn back in 1969 when the first things I heard Kenneth Copeland preach was the power of words. And I realized right then, I don't even need a devil. I'm my own worst enemy. Because I was getting exactly what I said all the time. Amen. And he taught on that from the 11th chapter of Mark. And it made an impression on me. I didn't know those things. I didn't know the power of words. I remember thinking right after I heard him preach that for the first time, I remember thinking about my grandfather, my dad's dad. My grandfather, I was the first grandchild on, on, on that side of the family. And uh, my grandfather told me from as far back as I can remember as a little boy, he'd say, son, every time he saw me, son, uh, I just hope to live to see you graduate from high school. And I said, well, great, Grandpa, I, I hope you live to see me graduate from high school too. And, uh, you know, I was born in Mississippi and then we moved to Louisiana and I didn't see my grandparents as often as I did when I was in Mississippi. And, uh, but we would go back from time to time and that'd be the last thing he would say to me when I would go back to Louisiana. Son, I just hope to live to see you graduate from high school. Said it every time I saw him. I graduated from high school in May 1964. My grandfather died within a month. He came to my graduation and he died shortly after that. I'd started my first semester at Louisiana Tech and I, and I hadn't even been there two days. My dad called and said, your grandpa passed away and uh, they want to know if you'll be able to come to the funeral. Now, I didn't know the power of words back then, but after I heard Brother Copeland preach that, I thought, Boy, that is a vivid example of the power of words. Amen. So Carolyn and I immediately began uh, putting a guard over our vocabulary like Brother Copeland taught us. Put a guard over your vocabulary. And uh, we, we began to learn how to get full of the Word of God, replace what was in our hearts before with the Word of God. And if you put the Word of God in your heart in abundance, you're going to be a very positive person. You, you won't have to stand in the mirror anymore and say, I will not talk negative, I will not talk negative, I will not talk negative. No, you'll be so full of the Word, there's nothing negative in you anymore. Amen? Amen. And so that's not something you learn and then you put it aside and move on to something new. You need to watch your mouth right now more than ever before. One yeah, oh me, hallelujah. I said, did my mic go off? 
I said, you need to watch your mouth right now more than ever before. Amen. Because there's still power in words. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. Can you say amen? Don't go to talking what the world's talking. Amen. Talk the word. Hallelujah. Now, Psalm 145, talking about the hand of God. Let's just read beginning in verse 15. The eyes of all wait upon thee, and thou givest them their meat in due season. Thou openest thine hand and satisfy the desire of every living thing. When you see the phrase, the right hand of God, it is usually significant of his sovereign power, dominion, and authority. God delivered the children of Israel out of Egypt with a strong right hand. Okay. And then when you see the phrase, the hand of God, it is usually symbolic of supernatural, extraordinary, and unusual provision. Amen. So God said to me, tell the people that if they'll not be moved, all the chaos and disorder, I will open my hand unto them and cause them to experience supernatural, extraordinary, and unusual provision. Now, Another translation says this. He will open his hand and satisfy everyone with favor, goodwill, and loving kindness. Now, every time I see the word favor in a scripture, that just happens to be my favorite subject. Favor. Hallelujah. I love walking in the favor of God. I love living in the favor of God. I love experiencing the favor of God. It's something God taught me in the early days of my, of my walk with him. I'd never heard of it before. I'd never heard a sermon on the favor of God. I didn't know it existed. I didn't know you could have favor with God. I never heard anybody say anything like that. And the Lord said to me one morning while I was in prayer in fellowship with him, he said, there will come a day when he said, first of all, I'm going to teach you how to walk in my favor. And there will come a day I will hold you responsible for teaching others how to walk in it as you do. And then he said, and there will also come a day when your name will be known around the world for the favor of God that's on your life and on your ministry. And I wrote all that in a journal. Favor, when God began to teach me about it, way back there in 1969, it has become what I call my signature message. Amen. So I learned a long, long time ago that favor can do what money can't do. I learned a long time ago that favor can do what power can't do. I learned that favor can do what seniority can't do. I learned that favor can do what influence can't do. Amen. And you are going to need the favor of God now, perhaps more than ever before. Because the world we live in today is not the same world we lived in just three years ago. It's getting crazier by the moment. And, and, and if you don't know how to walk in the favor of God, you need to learn real quick. Amen. Learn real quick. Amen. I love it when I hear this phrase. 
I don't know why I'm doing this. I just smile and I say, yep, I'm getting ready to experience favor again. I'm getting ready to experience favor again. Amen. We don't, we've never done this before. I just smiled. Getting ready to have some favor again. Amen. Listen for it. Expect it. I get letters and testimonies from people all over the world that, that hear this about the favor of God. And, and I, I love the testimonies of how that God's favor has, has, has produced jobs where they had absolutely no experience or expertise and were making more money than it ever made before. And somebody asked, how did you get that job? You don't know anything about that. Favor. Favor. How did you get that house? We've been trying to buy that house for years. Favor. How did you get it for that price? Favor. 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 Look at your neighbor and say, get ready to expect more and more of it because it is going to be needed. You're going to need it more today than you've ever needed it before. So learn how to walk in it. Learn how to expect it. Praise God. Now, there's a story in the book of Habakkuk or Habakkuk, however you want to pronounce it. At a time when there was great chaos and perplexity among God's people, they were experiencing injustice from the Babylonian empire. But the prophet Habakkuk or Habakkuk spoke and God said through him in chapter one, verse five, I will work a work in your days, which you will not believe though it be told you. I'm going to do something that is almost beyond belief. See, our God is the God of the supernatural. Our God is the God of the extraordinary. Our God is the God of the unusual. Hallelujah. And this is just like him. I'm going to work a work in your day, which you will not be able to believe, believe though it were told you. The message translation says something is about to take place and you're going to find it hard to believe. Something is about to take place. Look at your neighbor and say, that's a word for you today. Something is about to take place. Something is about to break loose. Something is about to change. Something is about to do an about face. Hallelujah. Amen. In the eyes of most people in Habakkuk's day, it seemed that the world was on the edge of disaster. Sounds like our world today. Evil thrived right out in the open. Sounds like our world today. However, the book of Habakkuk or Habakkuk reminds us that there's no place too dark and there's no wall too thick that God's power and God's favor and God's grace can't penetrate, praise God. In fact, God says in chapter two, verse 16, the Lord's right hand shall be turned unto thee. And once again, when you see the phrase, the right hand of God, it's usually symbolic of his majestic power. 
in chapter three, we find the prayer of the prophet and it says, uh, revive the years. And then it goes on to say, and remember mercy, remember mercy, a translation called God's word translation says in all this chaos, remember to be merciful. That's chapter three and verse two. In all this chaos, remember to be merciful. Merciful can be defined as compassionate, kind, showing goodwill, grace, and favor. Everybody say favor. favor. Merciful here also means to be favorable in times of distress. That was the prayer of the prophet. God, be favorable unto your people in this time of distress. Well, that's a prayer we could be praying today. Amen. A lot of God's people need to experience mercy, grace, compassion, loving kindness, and favor. So why don't we just lift our hands right now and just pray that prayer. Lord, Lord be, merciful, be merciful, compassionate, compassionate kind, kind, favorable, favorable unto your people in this time of distress. And say, I receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Favorable. Hallelujah. This is, this is typical of God. It's a pattern with God. You remember in um, Exodus, the Bible says, God speaking, I will be favorable or I will show favor unto this people. He was about to deliver them out of the bondage of Egypt. And notice what he said. I will be favorable. I will show favor unto this people. This is not anything new with God. This is not his first rodeo, folks, <laughs> as we would say in Texas. It's a pattern with God. When his people are experiencing distress, chaos is all over the world, all around them. Get ready, get ready, get ready. As T.D. Jakes would say, the favor of God is about to manifest in your life and it is going to bring you through the worst of times and turn them in to the best of times. Come on, give the Lord a shout if you believe it. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I receive the favor of God. Amen. So, the Bible says, I will, I will show this people favor and they will know they will not go out empty or another translation says empty handed. When the favor of God shows up, so does his blessings. They're inseparable. Praise God. Amen. Go with me to Psalm three very quickly. Psalm three. And look at verse eight. Salvation belongeth unto the Lord. Thy blessing is upon thy people. Selah. In other words, stop and think about this. Stop and ponder this. Stop and meditate on this. In other words, don't even go to the next Psalm. Stop right here. Camp out there until it's a revelation to you. Notice what he said. Thy blessing is upon thy people. How many of you in, in here Consider yourself one of God's people. Yes. Hold your hand up. Look at that hand. Make sure it's yours and not your neighbor's. 
Now go to Psalm 5 and look at verse 12. For thou, Lord, will bless the righteous. How many in here believe you're of the righteousness of God? You will bless the righteous with favor wilt thou compass him as with a shield. Notice blessing and favor, blessing and favor, favor and blessing, blessing and favor, favor and blessing. They're inseparable. You can't have one without the other. Hallelujah. And what did the prophet pray? God, be merciful unto your people. Be favorable in their time of distress. Amen. In chaos, remember to show favor. There's a scripture in the Psalms that says, uh, God is gracious. Another translation says, excuse me, God is disposed to show favor. Amen. That's, that's just part of his makeup. That's part of his, his character. He is disposed to show favor. Hallelujah. So once again, in some situations, it's only the favor of God that can get you through. One commentary refers to the favor of God as the act of sparing. The act of sparing. In other words, keeping you safe, preventing you from going through what everybody else is going through. Or even if you do go through it, you won't end up like them. You'll come out on the other side better than you were before you went through it. Hallelujah. That's the favor of God. Can you say amen? amen? Look at somebody and tell them, aren't you glad we have the favor of God? Now, Psalm 31, verse 23, talking about the act of sparing, it says, the Lord preserveth the faithful. Preserve is defined as uphold and sustain and keep in a sound state. Hallelujah. God wants to keep you in a sound state, even in a pandemic. Hallelujah. You know, uh, when all this hit back in 2020 of March, my last meeting was in March uh, in Denver, Colorado. And I I, uh, preached on Saturday night. I preached Sunday morning. I preached Sunday night. Then I got in my airplane and flew home. And the next day, the news broke about the coronavirus and we entered into that pandemic. Now, I was scheduled to be all over Europe in the next couple of weeks, but I had to cancel all of those meetings. And then uh, about another month from then, I was scheduled to be all over Africa. Had to cancel all of those meetings. Uh, Had to cancel all of my church tours. I did not leave Fort Worth from March until August. Now, it wasn't that I wasn't preaching because I did uh, virtual victory uh, meetings with Brother Copeland out at Eagle Mountain. But at that time, there were only made 10 or 12 people in the audience, mostly staff, crew, camera crew, but we were able to preach. We just couldn't leave Fort Worth. Now, even though I founded a church uh, over 20 years ago out on the south side of Fort Worth called Crowley, Texas, uh, I'm not the pastor. 
I founded the church. I'm a traveling minister. But, but I was in South Africa and I was flying home. And when I got home, uh, Carolyn was waiting for me. She said, I had a visitation from the Lord last night and I could hardly wait for you to get here to tell you about it. I said, what was it about? She said, God said that we were to plant a church in Crowley because there are a lot of hurting people and I want you to love them for me and, and help them, help train them in the word. Now, I didn't need another job. I'm traveling uh, usually a minimum of 20 days out of every month and been doing that forever. <laughs> we didn't need another job. But I had to plant the church. In fact, uh, well, I won't go into all that. But anyway, I had, to, I had to plant the church and pastor it for a while until we were able to, to bring in a pastor so that I could continue my traveling ministry. But that's what to do, man. That's what to do. Do you need more of God's favor today? He will pour out his favor and move his mighty hand on your behalf. Today's special offer, the Extraordinary Favor Package, contains Jerry Savelle's new book, Hey, That's the Favor of God, and his inspiring three-part audio series, Experiencing the Extravagant Favor of God. While you may be faced with distressing times, God is not going to leave you there. God is merciful, kind, and gracious. His favor can bring you out of impossible-looking situations that would ruin others. In this package, Jerry reveals how to recognize God's favor, how to experience prosperity, how to live in God's mercy, and how to overcome every challenge. Don't delay. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org and request your copy of the Extraordinary Favor Special Package. Order now to increase your faith for God's favor. His extraordinary favor manifesting in your life will turn the worst of times into the best of times. What a joy it is to be able to come to you each and every week and share with you the principles that I've learned over the last 52 years that have enabled me to become a winner in life. And that's what God wants you to be, a winner in life. Not win a few, lose a few. He wants you to win every time. Thanks be unto God, Paul said, who gives us the, the ability to triumph in Christ always, not sometimes, but always. And one of those great principles that I learned over 52 years ago was how to work in the favor of God. And we've got a brand new book entitled, Hey, That's the Favor of God. This is what the Lord told me to do way back there when he began to teach me on this. He said, every time you experience my favor, stop right then, say out loud, hey, that's the favor of God. He said, each time you do that, you'll begin to expect it more and more often. Not only that, you'll begin to experience it more and more often. So this is a little book you can read in just a matter of a few minutes. Hey, that's the favor of God. Brand new. And then also uh, three CDs on experiencing the extravagant favor of God. That's one of the things the Lord said to me. He said, tell the people to get ready to experience my favor extravagantly. In other words, like you've never experienced it before. So this is our extravagant favor package that we want to offer you today. And I want to encourage you to order it right now while it's fresh in your thinking. Go to jerrysavelle.org 
or look on the screen right now and all the order information will be there. Place your order. We'll get it to you just as quickly as we possibly can. Join me again next week for Adventures in Faith. And remember, until then, your faith will overcome the world.